so this will be our first episode possibly or an episode zero that's not actually maybe ever going to get published but it's going to be uh if it is going to be published it'll be titled uh before the before the games because we haven't played any games yet but it's kind of important to get an understanding of like what games we actually like to play and the fact that we're from two almost two generations removed from each other very close um and i i am eric this is short game long talk but we haven't played any games so like i said it's before the games and you can introduce yourself however you want yeah i'm jess (laughs) very simple i like it um but yeah we we have so you were born in 2005 yeah 05 yeah and i'm 1993 so there's a pretty big gap yeah 12 year difference between the time that you were born i was born and you were born i believe the super nintendo the n64 the sega dreamcast the playstation 1 2 xbox game boy color and game boy advance came out my first like game device was a ds nice that's a great yeah i think we've talked about it once before where i'm like i'm so jealous of like the games you grew up with (laughs) compared to what i grew up with i grew up with um like mario kart in my hands yeah that's nuts and like nintendogs yeah (laughs) oh i know there was a nintendo direct recently like like september 18th or something like that and nina was just like hoping that they because there was a rumor that nintendogs was going to come to switch and like (laughs) It didn't happen, obviously. Damn, but I'd pay so much money for that. I feel like most people would, and they're just kind of like leaving money on the table because it's like it can't be hard to make that game. Yeah, no. <laughs> you just make a dog. Yeah. Make it bark. But what's your like earliest memory of a game where you're like, this is my favorite game? Um, God. <laughs> it was on the DS. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it's called, but it's one where you take care of hamsters. Is it like... Is it like animated? Yeah, it's like. Uh, is it Hamtaro? I don't remember. It's it was like Nintendogs, but for hamsters. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> I've uh, never heard of that. Hold on, now I gotta. Yeah. I, I gotta look it up because it was my favorite game. No, that's that. Yeah, I mean, like earliest memory, like favorite game, taking care of hamsters on Nintendo DS. <laughs> if it was, if it was like cartoonish, I would say that's my hamsters' life. Hamsters' life, damn. That shit was so much fun. Yeah, that literally looks... Ha- that had a Z on the title. Yeah. Hamsters. Hamsters. Yeah, because it was edgy in the mid-2000s. Um, that's crazy. Because, yeah, you probably weren't like playing games games until, like, what, 2010, maybe? Like, yeah. The like f- The first, like, actual, like, not including Wii, like, like Wii bowling and stuff. Yeah, hey, um, that, that's a game. No it, discrediting. That, yeah, that's no, a game. Yeah, no. But, like, the first console and, like game that i played was on the genesis hell yeah i have literally wait where, where is it right there look my genesis is right there <laughs> that yeah. thing is older than both of us i had it was genesis i had like the little the, the joystick with the two oh, buttons okay That's... and it was the sonic game yeah wow what the what what genesis were you playing that had a joystick that's crazy i don't know something from yeah. my grandma brought it over okay. so yeah my that's very funny. So we actually have a very similar experience then because my first game that I ever remember playing was like Sonic on the Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a very weird link that we have, even though there's a 12-year difference between us. Um, I 
yeah, the Genesis was the first like console I ever played, but the first one I really remember playing playing was the Dreamcast that came out in '98. So I was like five years old, and it was like brand new. My dad bought it for us for Christmas and got us like Sonic Adventure. And I played the hell out of that game. Like, I played that so much, and I was terrible at it. <laughs> and now, looking back, that game is, like, so, like, terrible. But it's so fun at the same time. And, like, I think my first, like, memory of, like, what's my favorite game um, was a game called Power Stone, which is, like, a f- co-op multiplayer, like, four-person fighter, like, 3D fighter. And it was just, like, I- I'm sure there's there's, like... A hundred people out there that would be like, yeah, fuck yeah, Power Stone. Um, but that game was just like incredible for me. Um, but I, I've i been playing games since like 98. Like I've been playing Pokemon since 98 and they just celebrated their, what was it, 25th anniversary, which messed me up. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I've been playing. I've, it came out in 98 in the States and I think I've been playing since 1999. Um, yeah, so that's quite a bit. And um, for me, like games have been in my life because my dad was like super into video games. Um, I'm the youngest, just like you, of three. But you have two older brothers, which Mm -hmm. kind of skews it differently. Like for me, I have two older sisters and they were not really interested in video games. So it's not like I had influences other than my my dad to like play games and my dad just was like i have a genesis it's fine <laughs> i was like that eh, no it's not fine yeah no my brothers are complete are, are complete nerds yes they let's see begged for so i i was never allowed to play the video games mm. because we had my brothers and then my two cousins as well yeah um so it was all four of them always playing. So I was just like sit and watch them play on the GameCube. Yeah. Fondest memory of that was Spy vs. Spy. I know. I like Nina has talked about that game. Um, for those of you listening, that's my wife and Jess's cousin. I literally like she's talked about that game before, being like, because I knew Spy vs. Spy because my dad watched the show. Like it's a show. Yes, it's an old show and comic and stuff. And when uh. When I brought up, like, she brought up Spy vs. Spy, I was like, oh, wow, you know Spy vs. Spy? She's like, oh, yeah, the video game. Like, the video game? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So you guys all just have this, like, core memory of, like, sp- the Spy vs. Spy video game. Yeah. Just so funny. Fun fact about the GameCube mm-hmm. and them playing Spy vs. Spy. I was, I was an annoying kid. Uh-huh. And since I wasn't allowed to play with them uh-huh. and I would watch, like, their mom, like, um, my aunt would, like, be like, oh, go get the boys, tell yeah. them that dinner's ready. And so I'd be like, hey guys, dinner's ready. And they'd be like, okay, once we finish this match. Mm-hmm. And then, so I'd go and tell their mom, like, oh, they said after this game. And she's like, but it's getting cold. So I'd go over and hit the power oh button on the GameCube <laughs> and be like, dinner's ready. That's insane. <laughs> I would lose my mind. I think my dad did that to me like three times ever because I was not listening and not like coming to whatever situation he wanted me to come look at or whatever and yeah that is absolutely how to make an enemy for life (laughs) i did it multiple times until they moved it like up up onto a um dresser where i could not reach it anymore That's smart thinking by them oh my god that's terrible that's so funny though like holy crap um when do you feel like uh like you started to like have you always played video games or was there a time period where you kind of had like a gap where you weren't playing games as much oh there's definitely a gap definitely um there is so from like my freshman year Mm -hmm. to 
like middle of sophomore year okay i was so so, like a year and a half ish yeah during quarantine which is the weirdest thing yeah right um but there was only i'd only play like one video game and that was every maybe two weeks and that was minecraft yeah um yeah you've you you and your family are definitely like into minecraft for sure (laughs) i haven't fully ever gotten into it i enjoy it but i'm waiting to like have a full setup where i can just sit down and play it for because playing it on the switch and like consoles and stuff is fine but like you need like a you, need key- a you need a keyboard yeah. <laughs> it's tough otherwise so during quarantine you didn't play video games yeah that my other like on the other hand i did nothing but play animal crossing for 600 hours oh no you're right completely forgot about animal crossing i was gonna say yeah that's like the quarantine game that like everybody played yeah no now that I'm thinking about it, those yeah. are the two games I played during yeah. quarantine. Animal Crossing and Minecraft. Animal Crossing was like the reason to wake up during 2020. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, uh, there's no other reason to wake up. Because like, I'm working from home. I have nothing to do. And the game just is there and has something new every morning. So it's like, oh yeah, got to wake up and play it. Like That's the only reason to wake up right now. Because <laughs> yeah. there's nothing else going on. And that's the only reason to wake up on Sundays for your turnips. Hell yeah. Yeah, you got to play the stock market. Yeah. I uh, literally would like text my group chat like of oh, my nice. friends and be like, hey, my turnips are um, for mm-hmm. 30 bells. Who wants some? And they'd come over to my island. I went online to find like the best prices and then like would monitor them throughout the week. God, you're and, just really stocks person. Huh? Yeah. Well, again, I had nothing else to do. I wasn't in school. I was like, like I said, working from home and like not really had, a, didn't really have a job. And like I would just monitor and then all of a sudden I would, I would buy full inventory of turnips and then sell them for like a couple million like every single week. So I was just like never had problems with money. Um, so you, you were just playing Animal Crossing from freshman to sophomore year. Um, what do you, do you feel like you play more video games now or do you feel like you're kind of like in a period of ramp up where you're getting back into video games? Um, so it's been a lot, it's been a roller coaster Mm -hmm. recently because there, there've been times in my schedule where I have like nothing to do for Mm -hmm. two weeks and I'm like, great, I can continue playing this game. Yeah. But then with school and extracurriculars and everything i just like my schedules i'm at school at 6 30 and i don't leave until five yeah that's a job yeah yeah, like that's kind of the premise of why i wanted to do this podcast is like we're even though there's a 12 year age difference like with a full-time job and your school like setup we basically don't have time to play games all the time and it is fun to play games like I've played Elden Ring three times. I've beaten it three times. I've put like over 200 some hours into that game and I love it. But it's also fun to like beat games and just do it in like a week or two. Yeah. And that's kind of the premise of this is like the reason it's short game is we want to play games that are under like 25 hours roughly. If it goes uh, a little above 25 hours, whatever. But I want to go on a website called How 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 Long to Beat, check the time. If it's under 25 hours, great. Um, Building up to this, we're probably going to be doing like really short ones, like four to six hours, so we can knock it out in a weekend and just be done and talk about it because life is busy <laughs> and yeah. it it's fun to just be like, hey, this is basically binge watching a TV show, and everyone somehow has time for that. Yeah. So 
if you can binge watch a TV show, you can play this game, which I think is going to be fun to like kind of just be like, oh yeah, like what exactly what games fall into the light, like the schedule of a busy person. And especially when you're going to college next year. <sighs> yeah. And that's going to be another time where you're like, you're going to have weird blocks of time where you're like, I have six hours, but like the next three days I have no time. Yeah. But I can play this game and do it in six hours and be chill. And I don't know what our schedule on this game is going to, or this, this podcast is going to be, but, uh, for now, like while we live in the same area, it'll be fine. We can do one or two episodes every like month or so, you know, do it chill and kind of talk about it. And, uh, especially if we stick to like, I think untitled goose game is literally like a four hour game. Um, oxen free is like six hours there's so many games that are just super short there's a game i literally want to play that's 45 minutes long yeah so we could just do it really easily and i think that will kind of keep the flow going and then in the future if you're up in nau or you go out of state to colleges or whatever we, we we can figure out a way if we want to keep doing it where like for example i have a bunch most of these games are on my switch and i can just log in on your switch and you can download them and play them and then we can talk about them it won't be the same experience of playing them together but it'll still it'll also have that interesting take of like how did you experience it by yourself how did i experience it what are the different paths we took exactly because there's definitely most of these games have different paths especially oxen free (laughs) i played like the first half of it and Mm -hmm. i was like i was like there are five different options i can choose at this one location i have never played it or seen it i've just heard about it and i know there's a second one coming out so i was like oh there is yeah there's a second one coming out supposedly in 2022 i don't believe them but because uh, they don't have an actual release date, and there's not many, very many months left. So, um, but yeah, that's the premise of this podcast. But going back to kind of talking about uh, games, what do you think your favorite game of all time is? Which is a difficult question. It's a very difficult yeah. question. Um, gotta stick with my. It's just for me. I really like how things can be the same Mm -hmm. but also different like moving forward so you like lovecrafty and stuff i like minecraft okay it's it's just it stays the same but it updates so that there's new and interesting Mm -hmm. things but like it's not updates where i have to like go and search like yeah what's this new thing because the new items are pretty Mm self-explanatory um yeah i mean I, i feel like that's a good I feel like that's a good choice. I feel like there's plenty of people, especially from your age group, that would be like, yeah, Minecraft's my favorite video game. Same yeah. way somebody would say like GTA Online is their favorite or Fortnite. Like all the like these are just games that everyone plays. And it people might be like, oh, that's your favorite game. It's like, yeah, it's, there's a reason so many people play it. It's because it is so many people's favorite game and it's so easy to just jump into and play. Yeah. Um, I, in my entire theater class, mm-hmm. we have a Minecraft server. That's awesome. And we're literally just like, oh, hey, you want to hop on the server at nine and nine at night and yeah. we'll play for like two hours and we'll be like, okay, see you in class tomorrow. That's awesome. That's so fun. Like, I definitely didn't because my my experience of through high school was like being a closeted nerd and like I played video games, but I barely, barely ever talked about it and I barely played online games and I like because I went to high school from uh, 2009 to 2012 and yeah, like there was 
there was video games that were popular and online video games were like pretty pretty in the norm at that point but i still was like very closeted i would just buy like single player games play them on my own and just like sit in it <laughs> like that was it like i wouldn't there was like three people i played video games with and talked to about it and um for the most part like yeah it wasn't until i had this like long period of time where i was like not really playing video games and i don't even like i'm looking back i'm like what was i even doing and i think i was just like in a relationship and that was just like <laughs> my whole entertainment because like i don't remember playing video games really and then, like, I got into college, and I was like, why do I care what people think? And then I just started dressing, like, way more comfortably and started, like, not caring what people thought about me and playing video games again. And then I discovered, like, Let's Plays and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I got to catch up on, like, games I missed without spending a bunch of money because I'm broke in college. And I just started watching Let's Plays and decided, like, I was like, wow, these these are really fun, like, to watch and I would listen to people talk about game design and like how games work and like just the simple, the simple nature of like, Oh, why does this, why does this feel good to play and things like that? And it took me to this path of being like, okay, yeah, now I can actually like play games and be like, Oh, okay. I wonder if like breath of the wild is a perfect example of like a masterpiece of a video game. Cause you're like, huh, I want to do this. And then you do it and it works and you're like, awesome. Like the, 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 like I had an original thought and I was like, I wonder if it'll work like this in the game. And it did. Like, that's amazing game design because it's like you are thinking about what you like, what would happen in real life or something that you think would happen in real life. How does the wor- laws of this world work? And it does because they're like, oh, yeah, we thought about that. We got yeah. you. We thought about it. And you want to try that too? Cool. That works also. Like, that's when games like Breath of the Wild is probably my favorite game. Um, to like circle back around on that question. Elden Ring is like very close to like beating it out, but Breath of the Wild is such a more relaxing experience yeah. <laughs> um, than Elden Ring. And I can just replay it and just play that opening tutorial of like the Great Plateau and just be like, oh, that felt nice. And yeah. then be good. You know, it just feels so nice to just be in that world. I, I've I've 100%ed it except for... The Korok seeds? No, well... N- I'm almost at all really? the Really? That's insane. Yeah. I've been there's been times where I play it all day. That's crazy. Um and everything except for beating the final boss. Oh, you can't <laughs> beat Ganon? I I can. It's just I get really scared. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like I'll go and I'll initiate it mm-hmm. and then I'll run away. <laughs> and I'll be like, "I'll do that another day." That's and so fun. Then I'll just go run around and like kill all the like all the things that respawn during the blood moon and i'll just hang out in like the stables so you've never actually beaten breath of the wild no that's so funny that is yeah that (laughs) you're scared of ganon he's not that bad i promise you i know and i've defeated all the like the beasts like Mm -hmm. by myself yeah and like those those fights are harder than ganon and my brothers my brothers are like dude you were able to defeat the camel you're yeah, fine exactly that's definitely a yeah. thunderblight ganon is definitely the hardest one for sure i yeah and then, yeah if you beat all the f- four of them when you start the fight it like l- puts them at half health and stuff so you got it you'll be fine just just learn how to parry and like block stuff and <laughs> that's you're fine. my worst thing yeah go practice just go chill in front of a guardian and just practice like smacking that beam back in their face and you'll be fine 
That's so funny. But I know one of your other favorite games is like Mario Odyssey, right? Mm-hmm. That's like I've one hundred percented that. Well, not one hundred percented it, but I've completed it three times yeah, and one hundred percented it once. Yeah, that's a long game to one hundred percent complete. Like yeah. it's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of moons in that game. And like some of them are not easy. Like no. they, they get hard. Especially when they start to get into the like combat ones. Um where you actually have to like not get hit and things like that. So that's really impressive. If you can beat that game, you can beat Breath of the Wild. I promise <laughs> you. Like That's way harder than anything Breath of the Wild is going to throw at you. Because Mario games are always like, oh, yeah, this is a great time. Yeah, you beat the game. Here you go. All right, here's the other th- side of things where everything is just a hellscape, and it's very difficult. This is, that's the, They throw everything yeah. and anything at you. God, that's it's so... like I thought I had 100%ed a level. Mm-hmm. And then I searched it up just to make sure. And then I see that I was missing 10 moons. Yeah. And I was like, where are these? Yeah, I know. That's always the craziest thing is like, you're like, what What do you mean there's more? How is there more? Like, I searched every single like square yeah. inch. And there's nothing. Yeah. My favorite is always they, the pull, they pull the trick of like, oh yeah, here, you beat the game, but here's all the secret stars. <laughs> like, oh great. Thank you. Here's... A hundred more stars that we just threw into the game that you couldn't got couldn't have gotten the earlier in the game. They're just unlocked now. You're like, why? Why do you like? It's fun. I love it. I love Mario and all that. All those games. But you're like, eventually, you're like, this is too much. I can't do this anymore. But it is a really, really fun game, and that's one of the games I want to go back to. Because I mean, I think we could probably beat that game in oh, under yeah. twenty five hours if we just like stick straight to the story, and then we can talk about it. Um, but maybe we'll push it a little bit past 25 for that because that is definitely an important game. One of my like like run-throughs of it mm. when I just like I didn't do any of the extra moons, which was really hard because there were some of the extra moons that I knew of. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could easily get this. But I was like, no, I need to stick to the yeah. story this time. The um, story. <laughs> the yeah. story of a Mario game. I was like, no, I need to stick. I need to like go talk to whatever NPC I need to talk to. Mm-hmm. Don't like run around and try to figure it out Mm -hmm. just like get through it and um that took me i got through like half of it Mm -hmm. in like a day okay and that that's pretty fast and that was through my like one of my days where i like put down the controller and then i go off and i do something for 30 minutes and then i come back to it and i'm like oh shoot i'm still playing yeah and then i keep playing for like two hours and i'm like hmm snack time and i go snack time takes me two hours because then i sit down and watch a movie come back and i'm like ah my game yeah just like absolutely like just adhd all over the place yeah so funny yeah i think i think we could probably beat that because that game is just fun um it's not like we can do i mean we could do breath of the wild if i was very good at the game and we could just go straight to ganon and i could fight him with three stars and a stick or three (laughs) hearts and a stick i like we could beat it in like an hour it's not gonna happen but (laughs) because it's possible um going back to like the the uh questions of like your gaming experience what kind of games do you kind of like lean more towards uh like genres and stuff like that i don't really know genre types Mm -hmm. i just know that i don't like the ones where like you have to stay on the same path okay linear yeah i don't like linear i like I like being able to explore mm-hmm. like an open world. Yes, open worlds, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you have, if your favorite game is Minecraft, you're probably <laughs> leaning towards more Minecraft, Terraria, Stardew yeah. Valley. Yeah, I Stardew Valley. So one, I've never played Terraria. 
to Stardew Valley, I've bounced off like so many times. I own it on like everything that it's available on and I've tried it because I'm like, oh, it's $5. I'll play it. And I try to play it and I'm like, I just can't do it. When I first started playing it, because all of my friends were like, oh my God, if you like Minecraft, you'll like Stardew Valley. Mm. And I was like, well, I love Minecraft. Yeah, so let's try. So let's try it. And so like I got it and my boyfriend also, mm. um, he was... Like he was like you would probably like really like oh, it. So this is like like in the last year or so that you started playing Stardew Valley. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, but when I first started playing it, I was I could not get into it. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand like the farming. Yeah. I didn't understand like how to like do any of it. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know how to do like the relationship part of it. Too. Yeah, that's a huge thing. And I was like I was like what? How do I do this? Yeah. And my boyfriend, because I was I was complaining to him, I was like, "What do I like? Yeah. What do I do?" And he's like, "It's self-explanatory." I was like, no, "Apparently no, not." I agree with you, totally so not. But it took me watching like three playthroughs, yeah. to like finally understand it. And it clicked. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, yeah, I own it. Eventually, it'll probably click. But for me, like right now, I'm like, no, this is. Because I'll play games like I like relationship sides of games and like building relationships and things like that. And like I've played the Mass Effect games. I play Skyrim. I do all these things that have like relationship stuff. What? Your face. I I just remembered playing Skyrim when I was younger. When you were younger. Yeah. I mean, you would have been six when that (laughs) game came out. I played it on the Xbox 360. Yeah. What a console. Uh, That, yeah, that is... That's wild. I can't imagine being six years old and playing Skyrim. I was six years old. I That was 1999. I was playing Pokemon Yellow on the Game Boy Color, and that was crazy to me. Like, <laughs> It's like, wow, look at that. I have a Pikachu. That's it. And you're playing Skyrim, which is one of the like most legendary games of all time. It might be memed into Oblivion, which is a, a good joke because the prior game is Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Yeah. And that was not on purpose, but... Um, <laughs> The fact that like Skyrim has been ported to every single thing, like there's even Skyrim on Alexa, I'm pretty sure is a real thing where you can play Skyrim on Alexa. It's a three minute joke basically, oh, okay. Um, okay. but it's real. Um, and then there's the joke that you can play it on a Samsung fridge. Um, <laughs> but the the reason it's ported to everything is because it's an insane like breakthrough of a game. And the fact that you were six years old <laughs> when that game came out and you played it, I. I would have lost my mind if I was, but I guess you were born in 2005. So the game's like, you I were was playing. born into technology. Yeah, it's true. I was, I, I was, but definitely not. You were as born much. at the, like, not the birth of it, but like. I was born into the 64 bit era of video games, yeah. which is definitely a different time period. <laughs> I was born when 4K HD was like beginning to yeah, start. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, you were born into DVDs. I was on the beginning of vhs's yeah the only the only exposure i had to vhs tapes were my cousins Mm -hmm. because they have like that whole collection of it yes yeah that's wild but usually we would just watch things on cable tv cable tv yeah i haven't paid for cable in five years and it's been great i've never paid for cable yeah well (laughs) okay yeah i i know yeah what would you paid for um (laughs) Do you have any questions for me? Because I'm asking you questions because 
the reason I'm asking most of these questions to Jess and then answering them myself is because if you don't know, I have YouTube stuff out there. So I've talked about video games quite a lot in my life since like 2015. So if you really want to dive deep into like what games I like, it's out there. But if you have questions for me, go ahead. You see, when you first started dating my cousin, Uh she like sent all of us like your YouTube. Oh, okay. So I watched your YouTube. So like... I saw all of your like all your unboxing video videos, oh, yeah. all your like gaming videos. Oh, yeah. So I was I was a different person back then. Yeah. This I'll... is still the same mic I was using back then though. This is the famous purple mic that matched my hair. Oh uh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's the same one. Um yeah, I then I will briefly talk about like what kind of games I like. Um it's changed over time. Like it used to be like a, a, a uh a shooter would come out and I'm like, yeah, a new shooter. I, I was never really into Call of Duty. Um, I was like a hipster and that was like, yeah, everybody likes Call of Duty. I don't like Call of Duty. I'm a Halo guy. Um, but you know, there's only been like six of those games. So, uh, but yeah, the new Halo would come out, loved it, played it through like every single time until Halo reach. That was the last one that I actually gave a crap about. And, um, then what was it? I started to transition into, the first game that kind of like showed me what video games could be when it comes to like storytelling is Fallout 3, uh, which was, I remember like something clicked in my head. I was doing, I literally remember the quest I was doing where I was like, huh, uh, this is crazy where I'm like, there's this mutant that got turned into a tree and the, he was like, Fallout, if you don't know, people out there is a post-apocalyptic wasteland kind of thing. So water and life and everything like that is very rare. And because this guy got turned into a tree, it was this place was called Oasis. And basically, he being alive was like helping keep this place uh, like lush and green and like actually livable. And he was miserable and hating it. And uh, no one would let him die. They kept keeping him alive because he kept everybody else alive but it's like this guy's been alive for 200 years and he's stuck as a tree and he wants to die and i was like and it gave you the choice do you keep everybody else alive or do you end this guy's suffering and i was sitting there in i think that game came out in 2013 no 2012 maybe and i was sitting up at my cabin playing that game and i was like oh what is this what do you mean i have to make a choice right now and then I like made the choice of like to kill him to like put him out of his misery, and then everybody else died, and I was like, "Whoa, what?" <laughs> and I was like, "This is what games can be. This isn't just Sonic. Like, like it's just not shoot people in the face, and that's it." Because uh, most of the time, I was just like, "Yeah, buy the new Halo game, play it through with my buddy," and it was fun and action packed and stuff. But I can't tell you most of the stuff on... I can tell you now because I've looked it up, but at the time, I couldn't tell you what the story of Halo was. I still don't know. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, I you know transitioned from shooters to you know Western RPGs like Skyrim and Fallout and um, Mass Effect and things like that to, of course, I've played Pokemon my entire life, and that's a Japanese RPG or JRPG for those who are in the know. Um, and 
I, you know, turn-based stuff. I've played like Pokemon. I've played sports games when I was younger. I haven't bought a Madden or any kind of sports game since like 2011. So it's definitely something I kind of avoid. I haven't bought a Call of Duty since 2012, maybe. It's been a long time. Like, but now I definitely lean towards like the chill games. You know, I, as I say, like Elden Ring is one of my favorite games, like one of the least chill games. Can be chill, but, um, you know, the Animal Crossings. Like, I should like Stardew Valley. I should like these games where I'm just kind of chilling. You know, I, I like a game called Spirit Fair and stuff like that. And it's nice to relax when you play video games. But then I also love any Mario game that comes out, any Zelda game that comes out, puzzle games, things that make me think, things that like kind of challenge storytelling and things like that. Those are definitely games that I love. Um, and we'll get more into, I'm, I'm very curious in the future when we play a game, if we like play it and we complete it and we're like, that game's fucking sucked. <laughs> like, if we're just going to be like, podcast is all just ripping into yeah, them. This is terrible. This is a terrible game. Um, cause that'll suck. Cause it'll be like, we only have so much time to play these games. So even if we play a game that we don't like, unless we abort in the first 30 minutes of playing the game, we're like, yeah, this is bad. Um, we have to do the video, the the episode about it, because like that's just that was time wasted if we yeah. don't. <laughs> so it's like if we play a game that we don't like, and it's like, well, we're gonna rip into it and be like, I liked this, and then this is what I didn't like, and it's like forty five minutes. <laughs> um, but to go into before we wrap up a little bit, the um, like I said, the premise of this of this podcast is to play games that people can knock out and like a week or two if they set aside, you know, two hours, an hour to play a game every once in a while. Um, because life is busy and it's important to be able to have time to be like, yeah, I, I have time to play a game for an hour and kind of make some progress and then be done with it in a week or two. Um, or even a month, you know, if you're slow about it, uh, that's totally fine. Like everybody should have games that they can play. And there's tons of games out there that are, that fall under 25 hours or less. And there's some amazing 10 hour games out there. That's like, that's a week really, yeah. if you really wanted to. And I think it's important to, uh, to like showcase those games and talk about them and talk about how a four hour experience can be something that is worth talking about for like an hour or two. And I also, the reason I'm doing this with Jess is because most podcasts have a theater kid, um, a former theater kid. So I was like, well, I know a theater kid who's currently in theater. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Now, in all seriousness, I think it's just going to be funny because there's a 12-year age gap between us. And I think it's going to be very funny to see the differences of uh, talking about games that I grew up with and comparing them to games you grew up with. Yeah. Um, and also, I think it'll be fun to kind of talk and oh, do like you're around the same age I was when I started to learn more about the in-depths of video games. So I think it'll be fun to, as we talk about it, you're going to start to pick up on things like game design and choices like that that are going to be like, and I'm sure you already know. You probably have way more knowledge of that than I did at your age because games are way better now than they ever have been. Um, the indie world of video games was not as much of a thing for me growing up. And now yeah. it's like Stardew Valley. That's a huge indie game. Minecraft was the indie game. It, you know? The indie game. Yeah, like Minecraft uh, came out around the time I was in high school. 
um, and like it just shot off. I think I was like six when we first got Minecraft. That's crazy. I can't again. I can't imagine playing like a game like Minecraft when I was like six years old. That's crazy. Like the, the way we had to beg my parents for that. Wasn't it free? Um. Yes, but. We still had to beg them for it because mm-hmm. it was on their computers. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Um, because they didn't let, they didn't let Jared, Jared, my brother, mm-hmm. um, they didn't let Jared have a laptop or like computer at all. They didn't let me have a computer. They only let my old, my oldest brother have a computer because he was doing like schoolwork. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to beg them for it, and the way we persuaded them was, my oldest brother, um, Jonah, he was watching Yogg's cast <laughs> um, and they did some type of redstone thing mm-hmm. and oh, they were talking about like okay. the timers and stuff and Jonah was like, hey, this is like an educational yeah. type of game <laughs> and my parents are like, okay, if it's educational, then. That's awesome. That's so smart. Like the second you said redstone, I was like, yep. That's what's crazy is when that game came out, redstone was like nothing. Yeah. Like that's that's so funny. I'm like so glad you guys were able to convince your parents because like yeah, it's Minecraft. Whatever. Like, what's the worst that could happen, really? But yeah, is there any closing thoughts you want to have before we like close out on this first episode zero that maybe no one ever hears? <laughs> but I'm gonna get get some good practice in because it's been three years since I've done a podcast. Three years. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. The last time I did a a video was like two years ago, but. I haven't done a podcast in so long and I'm very excited to be doing them again because they're fun. They're nice and uh, gives me an excuse to talk about video games, which I love to do. Gives me an excuse to get out of the house and come here. Yeah, so. That's true. That's a good excuse. <laughs> which that's a good, I love to do. Yeah, that's a good reason. Um, but yeah, do you have any closing thoughts? No, no. I don't really know how podcasts work. So Cool. Yeah, we're learning as we go. This was Short Game Long Talk, episode zero that may never see the light of day, but if you want to follow me on Twitter and other social medias, but mostly just Twitter, is Mr. The Human. That's MR, not fully Mr. Uh, you can follow me there and interact with me if you so choose. We also have a, uh, a Twitter account for the podcast that has zero things on it and says we joined in 2018 because it was an old podcast Twitter account that I made and uh, never used. So now it's being taken over by Short Game Long Talk. It's Short Long Pod on Twitter. Or if you just look up short game long talk, I'm sure it's the only thing. There's a reason I chose this name because no one else is using it. Um, But yeah, you can follow us there and interact and do whatever. But I hope you guys enjoy um, this podcast. Uh, I would share it around. That helps a ton. And uh, I think Spotify does five-star reviews. You can't actually like review review. But if you're listening to this on a review, uh, a site that allows reviews, five-star reviews help the uh, podcast grow immensely and if you have any game recommendations again twitter is the best place to find me i will add it to the list but it has to be under 25 hours unless it's something special then i'll maybe push it to 30 but probably not so we will see you guys in the next episode bye